how easy is it to haunt your own life? What would you do if your dream girl turned out to be a real nightmare? And then we take a look at the story of a young man who was sleeping on a couch one night when a shadow man walked down the hallway. And this time, the shadow man brought some friends. Today on Dead Rabbit Radio. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Dead Rabbit Radio. I'm your host, Jason Carpenter. I'm having a good day. I hope you guys are having a good day too, and I hope you guys have some cool Halloween plans. Someone who I can always count on having cool Halloween plans. Coming into Dead Rabbit Command, dressed up as Baby Yoda in the Squid Games, it's Alexander Ridbaum. Everyone give a round of applause to Alexander, walking in in the two most popular Halloween costumes this year. Alexander, you're going to be our captain, our pilot this episode. If you guys can't support the Patreon, I totally understand. Just help spread the word about the show. That really means a lot. That is how shows like this grow, so please... Let your friends and your family know how much fun you have listening to Dead Rabbit Radio. Speaking of fun, look at this fan art for Fan Art Friday made by Lord Cute Things. Look at that. Look at that. You're like, dude, I'm driving a car. Quit telling me to look at my podcast. If you can't see it right now, it's a picture of a little bunny with a radio in him. And now people are pulling over their cars. They're like, okay, I gotta find out. Is this a drawing? Or is this like some maniac took a photo of this? It's a picture of a... It's a drawing of a radio in a bunny. And although the bunny looks sad... And although the bunny looks sad, that is deceiving. He's happy because he's part of the fluffle. Because he also listens to Dead Rabbit Radio. Alexander, let's go ahead and toss you the keys to the Dead Rabbit Dirgible. We're going to leave behind Dead Rabbit Command. We got this little bunny with us. We are headed all the way out to Poland. And while we're headed out to Poland, I wanted to share this with you. I have been having, for the first time in like 10, 15 years maybe, I have been having some legitimate paranormal phenomenon happened to me. And you go, Jason, you did a live stream recently where you said you thought you saw shadow people running around a house you were house-sitting. So, how does it... Well, that's true. I'll put that episode in the show notes. That was a live stream we did, but... I'm not saying that I haven't seen things here and there. I did that episode where I saw a cryptid when I was walking through town here. Twice. I saw it twice. I didn't even know it was a cryptid at the time. I have no idea what it was. But I found out later it was called a crawler. So that popped up and I saw those shadow people. And I had my haunted apartment for a while where I see the old man in my closet. (laughs) The closet that I'm currently sitting in the dark recording this episode. Creepy. And then the bloated dead man on my couch. I remember looking over at him. I'll put all these episodes in the show notes. But those were all singular events. What's been happening this past week, I woke up... This is ne- this actually has never happened to me. And you read about this all the time in spooky things. I woke up in the middle of the night, f- for whatever reason, and when I got up out of bed, I heard music playing in the other room. And I went to the other room, and my cell phone, which I normally listen to Pandora with, was playing, just, just started... Like, I had not interacted with it at all for hours, right? I go to bed, it's not playing, there's no alarms set on it. 
because that phone is only for my music. That's all that. It's like a phone that I don't pay monthly service for. So I have one cell phone for music and then one cell phone for an actual phone. And I thought that's weird, but as a singular event, not nothing huge, right? And then a couple just odd things happened. Uh, yesterday, no, the day before, I was a half hour late getting home because a, a dog was just running around my house. It was like running across the street, and that's not paranormal, right? That's just that's just more irritating um, because I'm not gonna let the dog. As I'm standing in the middle of the road, I don't like nervous dogs. I do not like nervous dogs. One story I have not told on this podcast is that time I had to fight an Akita. <laughs> it's not fun, and I don't like nervous dogs, and I don't like big dogs walking down the street. But I don't want to see it get hurt. And so I'm like, oh, great. I'm standing in the road. I'm calling the police. I have a little bat I carry with me. I had that out. And uh, luckily, <laughs> luckily, it looks like a flashlight, so I don't look like a Bobby from the 1800s. But anyways, that's not paranormal. That was just annoying. But then last night, I was over at my friend's house, and we were watching Squid Game. Now, her house is the house that I live-streamed from. And it, she says, yeah, I didn't want to tell you this because I know you're a big old spook, baby. But my house is haunted. She told me this after I did the episode about seeing the Shadowman there. She goes, she kind of kept her mouth shut. Like, yeah. And then later she goes, yeah, my house is haunted. Um, it's totally haunted. Yeah, it's been haunted for years. And she goes, when I'm alone, she can hear people walk in the front door and walk through the kitchen. She goes, I hear it constant. Sometimes it's noisier than other times, but it's constant. And that house that she lives in used to be a church. And she said once when they were doing work under the house, under where the altar area is, which is where the bedroom is now, they found a cat skull and a wand. So, I mean, if you just found a cat skull under the bed, you know, that's Jerry finally won. But the fact that they found the cat skull and a homemade wand made them think something else was going on. And that was under where the Christian altar was. Under Someone had put this down there. So she told me that, and I was like, yeah, you know, I figured I saw this weird shadow man. But that, that live stream was a couple months ago. Well, I was watching Squid Game with her the other day, and you you curious about my review of Squid Game, right? I brought it up a couple times. The ending was awful. What a waste of time. What a waste of time. I was so disappointed. I was so disappointed that I'm glad this ghost story happened. Otherwise, I it would have been a total waste of my time to even go over there. We're sitting there, we're watching uh, that awful ending. Awful. We're sitting there watching Squid Game. And without really comprehending it, this is so weird. This was so weird. Because I've seen Shadow Men full on. I've seen these shadow dogs full on. I've had things mimic my voice. I've had all these weird experiences. I'm sitting there with this girl and I hear the front door open someone walk in someone walk in behind them and a set of keys thrown onto the kitchen counter and I turned not 
in fear because I knew no one was coming over. I turned as if I expected to see some long lost friends. Like so many times when I've been at parties in the past or friends' houses in the past and you're sitting there and you're having a good time and you're waiting for more of your friends to show up, you hear the door open. I heard distinct... I couldn't tell you what they were saying, but it sounded like two people talking, one coming in a couple steps behind. You can hear the... It was fascinating. You could hear the distance in their voices because one's a little bit more around the corner. And as one of them is walking into the kitchen, they throw their keys on the counter and makes that unmistakable sound. When I said that sound, you guys all knew what that sounded like. Keys on a kitchen counter. We've all done it our entire adult life. And we've heard other people do it. And it was such an instinctual sound that I turned and expected to see Josh Moremeyer and Jason Campbell walking into the kitchen. Or Steve Damewood and Jacob Camp. It was fascinating. And when I turned and I looked, I halfway was wondering if the girl was going to turn and look too. Because it was clearly that we both heard it, and it's clear that we were both awaiting more friends. But I turned and looked, and no one was there. And as I was turning my head back to watch Squid Game, I realized... That was that was a ghost walking in. That was I that listen, it could have been a bunch of different things. It could have been a bunch of mice running in. It could have been Tom's revenge over his fallen ancestor. It could have been my imagination. It could have been the thrilling, gripping conclusion of Squid Game being so disappointing my mind manufactured this to have something interesting to talk about. But it's I think it was a ghost, and I think that's what she was hearing, and she might be hearing something in her in that's more of her experience. But to me, all the times I've been at parties and all the times I've been over at friends' house and friends have been over at my house, that unmistakable sound of people walking in and throwing their keys on the counter, that is clearly what I heard, and it made me feel like home. It made me feel like fun times in the past. Fascinating haunting. I'm I go over there quite a lot, so I don't know. Will this just be a one-off thing? I don't know, but in the past week I have had some all of that's happened in a week. You can remove the dog thing if you want. Again, that was just weird that again with the dog thing, you don't want to go too much into coincidences, but I show up and there's probably four other people following this dog. Some people are going to restaurants, some people are, no one else had a cell phone on them. I go, have you called the police yet? They're, I don't have my cell phone. I left it in the car. Oh, yeah, no. So I had to stay there. I'm on the phone with the cops. I'm blocking traffic. And, okay, maybe that's not, maybe that's not paranormal. Maybe I just want to complain about people letting their dog loose because he wasn't like a stray dog. But anyways, that's my, that's my other podcast I forgot. Live dog radio. Keep those dogs alive, but take better care of them. Alexander, I'm going to go ahead and toss you. We're driving the Dead Rabbit Dirigible to Poland. I'm actually going to skip the Poland story right now. We're going to move on. We'll save that for later. He's like, damn it, I wanted to go to Poland. Well, look down there. You see that? That's Poland. That should be good enough for your Patreon money. Thank you. Alexander, I'm going to go ahead. We're going to skydive out of the Dead Rabbit Dirigible. We're not even landing this bad boy. We're going to skydive right into the Carpenter Copter, and I'm going to throw you those keys. We are leaving behind Poland. We are headed all the way out to North Carolina. 
Squid Games was so disappointing. It was bad. Like, it was a waste of my time. The second episode was probably my favorite episode. I think episodes one and two, they alone told a great story. But, dude, boo, episode whatever that was, nine. You know what else I'm watching, though, is I'm watching Chucky. I'm watching the Chucky TV series. And you're like, Jason, hold on. Are you about to tell me that the Chucky TV series is better than Squid Game? It is, dude. Alexander is flying us all the way out to North Carolina. It's November 1982. There's a young man, let's call him Steve. It's nighttime. The lights are off. The raccoons are out. There's probably a pigeon taking a nap. But in Steve's girlfriend's house, he's as snug as a bug in a rug. It was nice and warm here. Because his girlfriend's stove was still emanating heat. It's not a warp core for Star Trek, but, you know, it's keeping him warm. It's keeping him warm. You know, one of those heater stoves. You know, one of those stoves where it's heating the room. It's one of those. And in the middle of the night, though, he wakes up. His eyes are kind of adjusting to the pitch black room. He's looking around and... Everything seems normal, but his eyes are drawn to a long hallway. And when he's looking down this pitch black hallway, he sees something. Against all logic, he sees something. Because while there is no light to make out any definition of what's going on down that hallway, he sees a man standing there. A shadow man. A shadow so black. So impossibly black. It stands out in the darkness. The shadow men that I've seen have that same detail. You shouldn't be able to see pitch black in pitch black. Which makes you realize that this is something outside of our physics, outside of our reality. And you're looking at this thing, and your brain triggers something. This is real, but this is impossible. The shadow man that Steve is looking at in the hallway is so tall... He has to bend his head forward to fit. Steve's looking at this thing, and this thing is looking at Steve. And Steve's mind is going wild. He can't comprehend what he's looking at. He tries to speak. Nothing comes out. And the panic rises, and he starts to scream. Barely a whisper. The room grows colder, almost freezing. And he watches this shadow man begin to glide down the hallway. He said once it got into the room, it made a curious path. It walked along the wall. It didn't make a beeline straight towards the couch. It seemed to move around the room. And it passed through solid objects. The physics of our world do not apply to the shadow men. 
As the Shadow Man is standing over Steve, Steve comes to the conclusion that this thing is pure, unredeemable evil. It's not a guardian spirit. It's not a wandering soul. It is something that redefines the word demonic. It is nothing but the horrors of the universe personified. In the presence of such raw, negative energy, Steve feels his mind go numb. Can't even comprehend what's standing there. And that's when he hears, faintly, like it's miles away somewhere. Laughter. Evil laughter. And he hears the sound grow. He hears it getting closer. And he hears this laughter, and it's laughter not of this world. It's something that doesn't belong here, but he recognizes it as laughter, and it grows, and he hears the conversations of several people, groups of people, like he's at a party. And then he hears a high-pitched woman's voice say, pierce above all the other noise of this, this ethereal celebration. We scared him to death. He begins to pray in his mind. That's the only thing he can think of. Whatever is going on is about to win. And as he's praying in his mind, he's finally able to yell out, God help me! And the coldness of the room is instantly replaced with the heat emanating from the stove. It's funny, fascinating story. I didn't think of that. <laughs> this is 100% true. I had just decided today to tell the story about the ghost thing that happened last night. And, oh, yeah, I was thinking about saving it for another episode. And I was just, no, this is super intriguing. Who knows what else is going to happen? And that that was not my intended first story. It was the one about the dream girl. And then... <laughs> I'm doing this story, and there's the party, and I didn't even think about that. Like, I heard people coming in a room as if almost there was a celebration going on, and this dude, this dude did not want to be at that party. So now I'm a little more sus about what was going on in that house, to be honest. But looking at this story, looking at this story alone, it's very so creepy, right? Shadow men have just a tendency to be probably one of the creepiest figures you can run into. Obviously, it would be the demon, like the actual like horned or snake or like three-headed, one head's a dog, one head's a frog, one head's Tom. You, you know, you have this stuff. That's how, that type of stuff is creepy, but shadow men or because they they it's like something that imitates a human. It does have that uncanny valley thing. You're looking at someone when you see a shadow man, you're looking at someone and it's the outline of a human. It's the mimicry of a human. Versus a ghost, which is we know what a ghost is. It's like uh, 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 there was a French maid who got her head chopped off during the French Revolution, and now her sexy ghost is walking around some house in Vermont for some reason. They took a they accursed comb or something like that. We get that, right? 
It's like, oh, if I end up a ghost, I want to be like a cool ghost, right? I want to be haunting someplace cool. I don't want to be... That's why I only work in cool places. You know, like, in case I get decapitated at work, I want to, like, haunt a Chuck E. Cheese. That would be dope. I don't think... Like, could you imagine haunting a department store? Like, you're walking through Macy's. You happen to, like, take a shortcut. You're going through the lingerie department. Wait a second. No, I'd love to be a ghost in the lingerie department. But let's say I was in the hardware department. Right? Because I hate hardware. And I'm walking through, and like a saw falls on my head and chops me half. It was a very, very poorly maintained store and a very, very sharp saw. And he goes, and cuts me in half. And now for the rest of eternity, I'm walking around the Lowe's. I'm hanging out at a Home Depot. That is hell for me. That would, honestly, that would, the only worst place I could die would be like a stadium. Actually, no, that'd be actually pretty dope, too, because I'd constantly be, like, floating around, like, kicking balls, <laughs> interfering with all the games. They're like, we can no longer come to this arena. Apparently, apparently, the ghost hates sports, and he messes everything up. I'm a ghost in a NASCAR track while driving cars late at night. They're like, ah, it's all you used all of our gas in the races tomorrow. What are we going to do? But you'd want to be a ghost in a cool place. So that, whatever, I don't know how I got on that. But anyways, the other thing I want to talk about, this poor sap, right? And this guy sleeping on his couch. We don't know how he ended up on his girlfriend's couch. I'm assuming, I'm assuming that wasn't by choice. I'm assuming they got in a fight and she's she's dating the shadow man he found out. He's like, oh, if you keep cheating on me with that shadow man. She's like, what are you going to do? It's a shadow man. Like, what, what really are you going to do? You're going to beat him up? We don't know why he was sleeping on the couch. He probably didn't have the best night anyways. And then, (laughs) okay, that's a bad relationship thing. The other thing is this horrible monster coming at him down the hallway. That's a spooky image. Nobody likes looking down hallways. I'm sure hallway architects hate their job. And then you got like something floating at you from it. It's pure evil. But the all of that stuff alone is a really cool. That's a Dead Rabbit Radio story. Spooky. And it allows me to go off on a long tangent of where I want to hunt. But the party, that's that's the that's the thing that sets it apart from an average like spooky shadow man story. And I read it and I thought that okay. With Shadow Men, I do believe that is some sort of interdimensional thing. And the idea that there's like a a gathering, there's a party of these spirits of these demons of these shadow people, whatever you want to call them. And it's like, I imagine it like a real fancy party with like champagne glasses clinking. You hear a butler going, more champagne. Would you like some? I phrased that weird. Would you like some more champagne? The butler just became, just got hired. So don't, don't take it out on him. I imagine like a fancy dress party, like Squid Game with all those fancy guys. That was so dumb. But anyways, you know, like a fancy party, chling, 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 drinking and clinking glasses and stuff like that. <laughs> I've never been to a fancy party. I've only seen fancy parties in movies. But that's what I imagined. And you think, like, are the shadow people getting enjoyment from scaring us? And this is their entertainment. Oh, Alfred, who are we going to scare this week? Well, I found a single mother living in Detroit whose two children are very precocious. Maybe we'll make them float out of a crib or something like that they're like alfred you monster you're gonna juggle babies he's like yes but it's like what if we are entertainment to them them scaring us is their fun 
So, like Squid Game, I gotta—I don't know why this is colliding for me. Squid Game, at one point, they go, humans are horses. All we do is bet on horses, but they're human. And that's the same thing here, but, but, but with Shadow Men. Maybe, dude, what if... The Shadow Men are betting because th- this is this is where I'm going with this. My original thing before I get into my weird sidetrack Squid Game Shadow Man tie-in. My first instinct when I read the story was, how many people do you think? Because she goes, we scared him to death. How many people do you think who die in their sleep are killed by ghosts? That <laughs> that might be the most insane statement you've ever said. Let's say half. Let's say that half the people who die in their sleep are scared to death by ghosts. And I'm including, like, super old people, too, right? So, like, a 94-year-old person sleeping in bed, and then, like, a ghost walks in and goes, boo. And it terrifies them, and they die. So, like, does that happen? First off, does that happen at all? But I think maybe. So, you have, like, ghosts walking around, and then you have to wonder, okay, so what if the shadow people... Because this is what I'm going for. This is a very long-winded way for me to end this episode. This is what I was going for. She goes, we scared him to death, and he didn't die. He woke up. But what if they had killed him in his sleep? And this is their entertainment, is killing us, or just killing us in general. I'm walking around Home Depot, and they're like, oh, this is going to be so fun. And that's their entertainment. They come to our planet or into our dimension and kill us. Or maybe see how far they can scare us before, before they kill us. It's a really horrible Casper episode. He's like laughing super hard as like the kids hiding in the closet. He's like, and for our next game, no, Casper, no. That's what, what if, yeah, dude. So it's like Shadowman doing these, having this party, having this fun, scaring this guy. They're all viewing this guy getting terrified. And if he had died in his sleep, the coroner would have just been like, oh, he had this genital congenital heart defect. The coroner's a shadow man. He's the guy here to help cover up for it. They're like, he's a really good coroner, but it is odd that he's nine feet tall and light, light does not penetrate his skin. I'm just saying, he is a good coroner, but I'm a little suspicious of that guy. The whole point of, yeah, what if their entertainment is scaring us? That's that would be weird. And what if there's a side hustle in the Shadow Man world where they squid game us? Shadow Men may like to scare. I think all ghosts like like scaring us, right? That's why they pop up in mirrors. It's never like in the middle of the day you're reading a newspaper and it's like, oh, that was a good article, and you go, it was, and then you turn and there's no one sitting there at the bus stop. Technically, if that happens to you, you might want to go to a doctor. That's a full-on hallucination. But it's like, sometimes you hear about friendly ghosts, but for the most part, ghosts are popping up in dark bathrooms or following you down hallways or walking behind you and making the leaves crunch when you stop walking you keep hearing it. They don't show up in the middle of the day when you're looking for your remote and the remote floats across the room and you go, thank you. You're doing spooky stuff. So what if ghosts and shadow men want to scare you, and then what if there's like a side group of shadow people that want to scare you to death? And they take bets. They have, I don't know what they use, bones? Toe bones for money? And they like put them in a pot, and then you win them if you scare the guy to death. Or if you, maybe someone bets. They're like, no, that guy's not a really good scarer. I've seen his work before. And you, they go into the real world, and then you're, you're super nervous because you're like, I don't know, the guy's super spooky, and I did throw in all my toe bones, 
and then you have no feet. You've lost so many pets. You've lost all your own toe bones. You're just, uh, you're just, you're eternally a ghost, and you're sitting in a chair, and you're like, I gotta win my toe bones back. And then you're watching him, and he goes to this house, and it's like this. He sees this dude sleeping on the couch, and he's like, Oh, dude, this is super nervous, man. This guy looks like a total wussy. He might give up. He might die right here. And then you see all this stuff happening. You hear this chick that you absolutely hate, but she's kind of hot, so you want to bone her. Literally, you also need the bones to do that. And you see this super hot chick across the way, and she goes, We scared him to death. And you're like, Oh, no, I need my bones. I bet all my bones that he wouldn't. And then you hear this dude praying. And you're like dope, and then you win. You win all the to- you win all the toe bones. Now your entire lower body is nothing but toe bones. But you won. What what if that scenario is true? What if the diabolical forces of darkness not only like to scare us, but they like to scare us to death? We are so little on the totem pole to them. They bet on whether or not we will survive. So if this story is true, listener beware. Stay healthy, stay strong. Because when a bet has been placed on your head and a shadow man emerges from the darkness, will you survive? Will you stand up and be one of the strong? Or will your last moments be hearing demonic laughter in the distance? People happy that your soul has been lost in a simple game of chance. And as you slowly descend into the darkness, you realize something. The evil laughter will now surround you forever. DeadRabbitRadio at gmail.com is going to be your email address. You can also hit us up at facebook.com slash DeadRabbitRadio. TikTok is at DeadRabbitRadio. DeadRabbitRadio is the daily paranormal conspiracy and true crime podcast. You don't have to listen to it every day, but I'm glad you listened to it today. Have a great weekend and a happy Halloween, guys. I love you.